So, my name is Merlin Mar Johnson. I am the Executive Vice President for Salazar Resources. Salazar Resources is an exploration and development company based in Ecuador with Ecuadorian assets and an Ecuadorian team. We have farmed out a uh, we, we have a 25% carried interest in the Curipamba project, which is uh, had just been financed. It's going through permitting and it will be in production within a couple of years, and that will generate very strong cash flows for the company. Salazar Resources will use those cash flows to uh, that revenue to invest in our own exploration in our 100% portfolio, and we are uniquely well placed to find great deposits in Ecuador. And that's what we're all about now, drilling the next great deposit in Ecuador. Merlin, good to see you. I thought it, we better catch up because we had Aventus on, we had Christian on uh, a couple of days ago um, talking about the fact that they managed to get the funding together, which is great, good, good, good news. I wanted to get to the other, other side of the coin there because obviously you've got a 25% position in, in that project. Um, what, what did you make of the the financing? Were you, were you expecting them to um, structure it like this? Yeah, I mean, we we speak to our partners, so we kind of knew it was coming uh, this way. Um, Kristen's done a fabulous job uh, in the sense that of of doing that board deal, uh, doing the, uh, the 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 combined um, finance package two hundred thirty two and a half million dollars with the um, thirty million dollars Canadian on top. I mean, it's just it's 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 great to have done it all so quickly. Um, the the feasibility study was only completed two um, two or three months ago. So great job, financed, ready to go, uh, in con uh, discussion with the government. So um, making real progress, and by all accounts, we should be in construction. Um, next year if we get the permits this year and then into production the year after that. So, I mean, our value really comes from that project being in production. Okay, so if you look at what we've, um, our retained NPV, after all of the financing, um, the, 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 about 12 or 13% of the revenue has been, um, it goes to the streamer, but 87% or so is retained within the project. And our NPV post all of the streaming and all of the financing is, is about $110 million. So that's, um, and just to put that in context, uh, in two years time, we'll be looking at four or $5 million revenue to us for the first couple of years. And then we're into a period of, of 12 years or 10 years um, with an average of $16 million per annum to us. So we think that's incredibly valuable. Well, it is. If you're a 45 million market cap company today, um, you, 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 but you're looking forward to this and getting into production for, for sure, because it's about what you're going to do with that cash. But can, can I, let, let's park that up for now, because I, I want to come back to the Adventist deal, because there's a few things said yesterday. So your, your version seems to parallel quite closely to what Christian said with regards to this being a good deal. 12, 13% to the streamer is not significant because I think there was a lot of commentary in social media, chat rooms, et cetera, where people thought, oh, we're giving away the gold, we're giving away the silver. There's not much left uh, on, on the table. But that's that's not actually the case. The thing to remember about Kuripamba is that 55% of the, sorry, 65% of the metal value sits within copper and zinc. So it's 50% in copper and 15% in zinc. So there's 35% which sits with um, gold and silver. Uh, and within that, it's um, it's of, of the total is 28% um, in gold and 7% in the silver. And the streamer pays back, um, has to pay to buy the metal, it pays um, 18%. So effectively, what you're what we've streamed away is one third of the gold and um, half of the silver. 
And, and so that in total, when you add that all up, it comes to 12 to 13%. So yes, we're, we are still levered to the, the, to the gold price. We haven't given away all of the gold or all of the silver, but the bulk of the project, which is copper, half copper and 15% zinc by value in terms of revenue, is completely unhedged. And the fundamentals for both zinc and for copper are, are extraordinary. And you just have to look at what those, those cash flows are uh, to us. I mean, um, that, that cash will be spending on our own projects, on our 100% project. And there are very, very few companies out there which have got small um, but meaningful cash flows in that kind of quantum. There are a couple I can think of. Go Gold is one, and they've got a market cap of 600 million. And Alkane Resources in Australia is another one. Um, where they, they, they've got small non-operated, in fact, in, the, in their cases, they are operated, but in our case, it's non-operated. So it's like, it's better than having all the headache of an operation. Um, and they use that cash flow to fund their exploration. And they've got market capitalizations of hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's a model that we're very keen to replicate. Right. Okay. Now, he, he also was quite keen to tell me about the hour and a half meeting he had with the president. You also met the president up in uh, Glasgow um, recently, in, and you were pushing for permits to be accelerated. So have you had anything back from that? Are you seeing any movement? Are you seeing any intent? One of the key things about Salazar Resources is that the CEO, Freddy Salazar, sits in Quito and our CFO, Pablo. Who, and having that C-suite in Quito means that we're in regular daily contact with the government. And it's not a country manager. It's not a project manager. It's, it's the CEO of the company. And those relationships are so important um, in a country like Ecuador. Uh, yes, we work very closely with Adventus. And yes, this all is all within, um, when we're talking about the licenses for Curipamba, they're within the company Curry Mining, which is the, the, the that company. But we are in, I, I can't say more that we're in regular contact and that the feedback is um, dynamic and very positive. So there's, there's nothing that we should need to be, you've always been quite frank with us in the past about, you know, um, some of these issues in, in, in country and the cabals and, and, you know, how the system works. But so I just want to say, as far as you're concerned, the EISA, um, ESIA, I should say, is, is going along the process. There's no hiccups, no bumps along the road that you're expecting. It's just going through due process. Due process. Um, we had a meeting, for example, one of the biggest things in South America, well, in worldwide, is tailings dams. And, the, and you've got, they've got to be totally properly engineered. And the, the timelines on that can be eight to 12 months. Um, we've just had a meeting uh, on tailings dams, and they're looking to do that at the front end of that time period, so kind of eight months. Right. And, and that is probably the most challenging environmental permit that we've got. So um, I think the guidance is still that we're looking to get everything done by the end of this year. But if we can beat that, and we are the, 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 um, the mood music we're hearing is positive uh, within Ecuador, so if we can be there, that'd be great. But still, we're kind of guiding the end of the year. Right. Okay. So look, and sorry to bang on about the, the, the advantage component, but your, your 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 value now and in the future is is tied inextricably to to them until you start delivering some of your own uh, value through the through the drill bit. So um, they've they've talked about this year being a sort of administrative year. They've they've got access to some of the the the, the funds which they've put in place this year to to do that um, and. They expect to get into production next, or sorry, get into production by the end, end of next year. Potentially is what they, 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 they've said to, said to us. So I think you're reaffirming everything they said. Let, let's come. Let's come to you, okay? Because, yep. 
before we do that, can I just say, yes, our value is tied to them. But actually, if you look at our, our share price and actually what that means in terms of the kind of the, the market capitalization, we're trading at $35 million US at the moment. And our carried interest, it's effectively a non-operated royalty or net profit royalty, um, is worth $115 million. So we're trading 0.3 um, of, our, of our NPV. And it, other projects around the world, if you look at the peer group, um, they typically trade at 0.5 to 0.7. So we're certainly, even though we are tied to Adventus, we're certainly trading at a significant discount. And I look forward to seeing that being closed during this next um, 12 months as we go through the permitting process. And then separate on top of that. So let's say you might get the, might get the, um, with the best, um, you know, with the best outcome, you might get a double on the, um, in 12 months from the, from the re-rate. But if we're going to make that classic expiration five bagger or the 10 bagger, then we have to do that through the drill bit ourselves. You, you do. And that, that's what I want to come to because there's two components to that. That is what you do in the near term with the, with the revenues that you've got through the, the, the drills and the management fees, et cetera, um, and your expectation of when revenues will start flowing once the Adventist the project actually um, starts generating cash, right? So let's, let's do it with the here and, here and now. So your focus is what? You, we, we, we talked last time about the, you know, the, you know you're looking at four, four targets. You also, you know, that, that are being drilled. You're going to focus on trying to work out what the best target to go after is. So where are you in that? process of discovery yeah well we we wanted to drill um four targets we've actually drilled two already we drilled two last year um we haven't got the results back from rumunia we were looking at um we, we, as soon as we get those results out that um we will report them i said last time that the geology to me didn't look that um great um but you never know until the assays come in um, we are now moving on to Santos. I've just put out a little webcast, uh, kind of giving a kind of a seven-minute introduction to the geology and exploration uh, on Santos. It's on our website. Um, essentially, we've hit some high gold um, grade, um, uh, high grade gold structures, and we've um, come across some fantastic um, sheeted stockworks with copper and gold in them. So uh, we haven't got the assays back from the, the copper stockworks, but it was over, you know, almost 200 meters. And we had almost 100 meters of kind of um, sheeted stockworks. So it's, you know, really exciting stuff. So we're drilling or we're looking to drill at Santos immediately. So it, it, um, Marilyn, it is, if you understand what sheeted stockwork is, I mean, you got to demystify this somewhat for some of our viewers, please. Uh, well, it's, it's essentially, it's um, copper rich minerals in abundance at surface over, over wide thicknesses. That's, so That sounds more um, exciting. <laughs> okay. Well, we're putting a drill in, a drill hole straight underneath that that stuff. It's a, it's a hundred meters of 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 good. Um, what's the word? I can't um, perhaps swear on camera, but you know it's good stuff over a hundred meters. And we're going to be um, testing that. Uh, there are also some pretty interesting bulk gold targets on that um, that we're we'll, we'll be wanting to test there. So we're planning about three thousand meters of drilling at uh, Los Santos. Uh, that'll take three or four months. Then and that, and that's, fully, that's, fully, that's fully budgeted, and that's where that's fully budgeted. That's how, all covered. How many drills? Um, uh, one to begin with, possibly two. Um, funnily enough, with Adventus being financed now, they're pulling the drill rigs. Uh, they're, they're asking for the drill rigs on the exploration um, ground that they've got, and so we've we've got four rigs. Um, we hire them out to Adventus or come to the, the alliance, the joint venture, um, but we do them at cost on our own work. So we might have two rigs on Santos um, and. 
two on the on on the the, the joint work with the Adventists, which of course gives us income. Um, then we come to the summer months. We want to drill El Potro, which is this fantastic porphyry sticking out of the ground um, down in the south. Every time our geologists um, go up there, they come back more excited. Carlos, uh, our, our kind of chief technical geologist, our chief geoscientist, uh, has just come back. He spent um, a week up there, and he just he said. There's, there's there's copper kind of disseminated into the kind of the regional quartzites. He said there's just so much. He, he just he's so excited about it. Every time our geologists go up there, they come back delighted. Just just as a reminder, it's 40 kilometers north of Rio Blanco, um, which is in over the border, just in the border in, um, uh, of in Peru, and that's 1.2 billion tons at 0.7% copper. And this is a very, very similar looking structure. So that's the target. That's what we want to replicate over a billion tons at close to a percent copper. That's what everybody's looking for. And we think we've got a real chance of this. Um, because of the way the rains work, we won't be able to get into there to drill until September, October. So that's kind of a Q3, Q4 um, drill target. But um, we're keen as mustard. It sounds like it. Um, you're you're elephant, hunting for elephants. Right, and you're in the right part of the world um, to, to do that. We've talked, we've we've talked about the geology uh, on that coastline um, previously, but I just want to I want to just think how how you come at it, right? Because you've now got line of sight to this big chunk of revenue. Maybe for the first two years, let's let's say 25, 26, 5 million bucks a year, which you which is yours, right? And thereafter, a bigger number, 15, 16 million a year for the next ten years after that. So it, that's that's. One says to the shareholders or potential shareholders, no dilution. Wonderful stuff. It also says to you, the excited geologist in you, we've got a decent chunk of money to you know, do um, some pretty cool things. So how does that affect your thinking about how you go about doing what you do now, where you've got limited budget, you've got, rev- you've got revenue coming in through the, the drills which you, you, you um, rent out or lease out to um, Adventus and others, I guess. Um, yep. You've got a management fee as well, and you you haven't been big dipping into the market for you know raising equity etc. Because of that, so can we expect to see a small compact, perfect, small but perfectly formed company for the next two three years, knowing what's coming, or do you think that you you need a little bit more ambition um, in what you're doing now? Because also because of what you know is coming down down the line, market loves growth. So if you can pull out uh, drill holes with um, good mineralization, that's what the market rewards. So we need to demonstrate um, that we're onto the next couple of big projects outside of the sphere of Adventus. To get that breakout in the valuation, we've got to drill holes. Now, our drilling is cheap, but it still costs a bit of money. Um, we're going hard at Santos uh, in the first half of this year. We want to go hard at Potro the second half of this year. Um, We've we've got a, a number of assets and opportunities and, and working out how we might be able to to pay for that. Um, so we, we will probably need to have a resolution on that by the middle of the year on how we pay for the drilling at Los at, at El Potro. Right. I, I don't want to be too vague, but um, you know we've got a we've got a lot of assets that, we, that we're juggling with, including our, our drill rigs. We've got carried interests here and there. You know we might want to monetize and and there's and if we get the um if we can get some a real tailwind with with when we if we could show that santos is is um the real deal in the next few months 
my goodness, I hope to see that there would be a share price response to that. It'd be interesting, actually, because I think I'm not I'm, I'm not quite sure if there's still some sort of Ecuador discount being applied here, or people should actually get excited because this is the bigger. With back to advances, stuff, it's the it's the one of the largest sums of money ever raised, or, or certainly for a long time, for a project in Ecuador. So it says the financial markets, certainly Wheaton and, and, and Traffic Gear, perhaps slightly more knowledgeable, are comfortable with, right? But if you look at the share, the share price on, on the news, Adventus has seen the share price come off because um, I think people's perception is they, they're giving it away. I think as Christine described us yesterday, perhaps that, that's not the case. As you've described today, that, 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 that's not the case. Why aren't the both of you getting the rewards that you, you think you're due? Is it, is it just down to the Ecuador um, factor or is the fact that just lull before the before you actually get into, or they get into production on, on this asset with you? Yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a lot in that. Just in terms of the Ecuador factor, I think it's worth remembering that uh, Solaris, drilling out Warinza, has got a market cap of over a billion. You know, and that's an exploration story. So if you, if you get your holes in the right place and you've got your right asset, you can drive that value through exploration. Um, I, I'm not sure what the market cap is, and I think it's even 1.4 Canadian. I mean, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal growth story in Ecuador. Similarly, Sol Gold um, did did that. They became a billion dollar company through the, the exploration of Cascabel at the Alpala deposit. Um, then coming to the kind of financing within Ecuador, the 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 real um, proof of the pudding was Fruits del Norte, which was um, yes, it was backed by the Lundin um, family, but they were international banks. Uh, North American banks that put up the debt to build Fruits del Norte. And that was a $980 million um, uh, complete capex of which I think um, $500 million was debt. So the, 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 the debt finance has certainly been in and that market is tested in, in proven in Ecuador and Fruits del Norte is paying back incredibly well. And now you've got the, the streamers, you've got the Wheatons who in a, um, Adventus hasn't built a mine before, um, they, the the Ecuadorian government has changed and Wheaton has come in and put in $232 million of um, stream finance at a very com- um, competitive cost. I mean, the, 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 if you do the IRRs and those numbers, it, it's, it's pretty, pretty low. So there's a, there's a huge amount of institutional um, faith and support in Ecuador. And certainly in the case of Fruits del Norte, it's been more than um, repaid. So... Um, I, I, I think we're going to be unlocking that um, that Ecuador, disc, um, Ecuador discount as with every step that we make. Um, Adventures took a bit of a knock on the extra dilution because I think the market was expecting them to be um, covered in a separate way, I, perhaps naively because I always felt that there was a, another equity component to come. Um, but Christian's a smart guy. He's going to... Uh, He's going to demonstrate value in Adventus. No, 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 no doubt about that. Okay, just I think it'd be quite useful um, to actually kind of get get into the the program at Los Santos just a, just a little bit more. Just give me give me some numbers I can look at. You talked about so how many how many meters? Three thousand meters um, of drilling. Where um, we're in that slightly awkward situation that we put out a news release on Los Santos uh, in December, but we haven't got. Uh, all of the assays back from the from the really interesting copper area, and we're on the phone on a daily basis trying to get this. So we so we've just had the team down at site for the last um, five days, and we're putting drill holes underneath that copper uh, the, that copper stock work, even though we don't have the assays back from it. 
So it's it's just one of those kind of you normally always want to have the comfort of the chemical assays, but we can see kind of five percent um, chalcopyra and two percent bornite. And chalcopyra is one third um, copper, and bornite is two thirds copper. So you know we can do estimates over this hundred meter intersection that there's going to be good copper grades through a lot of it. Okay, um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to work out, and maybe you can help me with the maths, is, is how how much drilling can can you do, knowing the revenue you've got coming in the next two years, as I say, through the, through the drills, through the management phase. How much drilling, how many and, and meters, just so people can understand it, will we be expecting to see from you? say, over the next 24 months without going to the market? Um, we have got Santos covered. So okay. we, we're going to do three to 4,000 meters at Santos. And after that, we've got to think carefully about uh, how we finance the next um, set of drill programs. Right. But typically, or if, you're, if you're after these kind of these, these big... Project, these big projects, you need to drill X number of meters, right? You need, it's, it's, it's not three or 4,000 meters, right? So... I'm just trying to work out in my head in terms of the, the bits that you've got control of, how quickly you can establish which one of your projects that you will be going after based on how much drilling you're going to be doing, um, you know, and what that costs you. I know it's cheaper than you know, because you, you, you own the drills, but I, I just want to be able to kind of in my head picture how quickly this thing moves because you said your growth is important. You've got to be able to deliver that. And I'm trying to, there's, a, there's two versions. One where you don't go out to market and raise more capital and dilute. And there's another one where you say, well, actually, on the basis of what we see and of more of the same, we're, we are going to have to go out to market. But the next 24 months is really important for you in terms of what you control. Okay. We've got uh, basically uh, three things we can sell. We've got the, we could potentially. Uh, sell our stake in Kurupamba. It's got an NPV of um, $110 million, and we could sell it if we can get, I don't know, 0.7 of NPV, that'd be a good deal. Quite a lot of that in cash, maybe not. Um, um, we've got these carried interests in uh, the Exploration Alliance. We've got 20% in um, Pijili, and we've got 20% in Santiago. Those are assets we could sell. We've got a drilling company. That's an asset we can sell, but this is all so that we can drill our the projects that we really believe that have got the chance to be the next Warrens or the next Cascabel on a hundred percent basis, and those are Potro and Santos. Um, we do have another project called Macara. It's a postage stamp of a licensed area. Uh, that drilling will probably be either very late this year or possibly into the early next year, uh, and we've got another couple of licenses that we are extremely keen on. Essentially, we think we've found uh, another great deposit. We want to bring that into the uh, portfolio as well. So we'd potentially have three big projects. Now, a company like um, Salazar can't do three huge projects by itself. So again, we'd have a monetization talk on one or two of those. And so we're still in that process. But yes, and then the, 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 the other asset that we can sell is shares. Now, we're not going to issue a whole bunch of shares at a massively diluted price. Now, we can see that our share price is at trading at 0.3 of the NPV of the company. And, you know, at these prices, we wouldn't want to do a huge capital raise. But let me, let me talk to you about Pajili, right? Because Christine mentioned it when we were interviewing Adventus Mining. The CEO mentioned it and said, we are looking to basically offload Pajili. Uh, he said to me, you'll be surprised um, who's buying it and you'd be surprised the value that they're attributing to it. So that he, he has high hopes that that could be a big cash event for them. They've got 80%, right? He said to me, I asked him, I said, we would prefer cash 
than shares, but obviously the makeup will be the makeup after the, the, the discussions and negotiations because who wants to pay cash when you don't have to, right? You have 20%. For you, the best solution is, is what? Get cash to allow you to, you know, do, do focus on, the, you know, um, Los Santos and El Potre, or do you say, actually, do you mind? We don't really mind. We're sort of okay at the pace at which we're moving. And it comes because it comes back to this growth thing. Like you said it, and I am a big believer in it. You got to show growth. So, if Pahili Pahili um, is, uh, if Adventus do something on there, would you be encouraged to maybe lump your twenty percent in with whatever deal they do? Uh, quite possibly. It depends what the, the the acquirer if if the acquirer if the acquisition happens, what they want. So if they if they um, are willing to take one hundred percent on, of course we'd love to monetize and put that money into. We'd love to put that money into um, drilling out one of our own projects. Okay. Um, if they they particularly want to keep us on as a as a as the the, the local partner, uh, we'd have that discussion. Um, we might be able to do that through a management fee, and, and we don't actually need to have the equity ownership, and therefore we could monetize on the equity side. Those are all conversations to be had. We haven't had those um, yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's really exciting. If you've got a if let's say that there's um, I, I, what did Christian say about the the person the person he was in conversation with. He... Um, how did he describe them? Large. Okay. With a decent, so balance, large... decent balance sheet. Okay. I think was the so end. let's say a large company with a decent balance sheet comes on and they want to spend proper exploration money on that area. One of the first things that they're going to do is they're going to take two of our rigs and just go hammer and tonks. And that in itself is going to potentially fund our drilling on, on one of those projects. So there are many ways that this cat can be skinned and it's too early to... Um, say definitively which one we want to do. But the, the, the good thing is we've got lots of options. You do. In fact, if I look back to when we first spoke a couple of years ago, you, the options are more significant. I think greatly enhanced by the, this funding that's, that events has put in place because it shows that the country is investable, big sums of money at, at that. And I think some of the existing players um, in country are benefiting from that from that too. So I think people are understanding you can mine in Ecuador. Great. And these monetization events that you've laid out is is interesting to me that the the the, the way that you, you're not desperate for cash it seems but you'll take it if it's part part of the mix. I, like, when can you give guidance to us of what the plan is for for this year? Because obviously I know you're a bit tight lipped now, but you're going to have to say, look, guys, the market. Here's how we're coming at it. When's when's that happen? We are drilling uh, Santos. Um, yeah, we're putting in, we're going to put in three thousand meters, and there's going to be a we'll be able to get all of it once we've got the assays back. We'll be able to put the the, the detail out on that drill plan. Um, then we're going to, to we need to have more cash to drill Potro sensibly, and that is planned for September October this year. So by the middle of this year, I'll have that plan in a way that I'll be able to talk about it to okay. you. But essentially, we're going to have the money to drill El Potro. Brilliant. Well, like, 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 I, th I think let, let, I just want to wrap it up. There it really was just a kind of catch up to see, you know, your, your take on the Adventus uh, project and what you think that could do for your valuation. Because I think you, you perhaps are not seeing that yet, and I think you will start to. See, so that's good news. Um, so like, stay in touch. More regular uh, um, updates would be greatly appreciated. And thank you for your time today. Great talking to you. Thank you, Matt.